the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's your Accu of the Forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM 860, The Answer. And I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Are you with me, Ken? I am here, Mr. Doctor. How are you today? I'm a great dude. So we're set up outside at the pool at the clubhouse at our townhomes. And oh. uh, how's, how's the sound coming in, okay? Uh, it's, it's, it's sounding pretty good. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. We should have made this a full remote. I could have showed up in my Speedo. That's, there's something you want to see, Doc. <laughs> Actually, nobody oh wants God. to see that ever. <laughs> that, well, you know, we're all getting to that age and stage, I guess, where it's not, not a whole lot of, uh, of excitement. But uh, I don't know. There's a lot of widowers around that are chasing me. The wife has to keep an eye on me all the time. So, All right. Uh, or widows, not widowers. Well, we got a couple of widowers too. They probably would chase me if they could. But you want the so, widows. You want to. You want. You want to watch the widows. Watch out for them. Watch the widows, yeah. especially the black widows. Well, maybe if somebody else from the complex shows up, you'll, you'll interview them. Maybe we'll meet some of the neighbors yeah. today. Yeah, we might. We might have some neighbors. I saw someone out here earlier. It looked like they were going to swim, but I don't see them now. So at any rate, we're at our beautiful townhomes, and uh, can you see the pool behind me, Ken? I'm in radio. I can't see anything. Just say yes. Yes, sure, Doc. Beautiful. It's beautiful out here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're going to do a radio show, and we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, now the music's going to change a little bit, folks. I apologize for that. But YouTube, I don't know why they keep pulling me off saying that I'm uh, violating their copyright and violating their COVID restrictions and all this. And so I've appealed it. But in the meantime, I've went to a site called Storybook, and they sell a license, and you can download and use royalty-free music from their site, which is B-grade, but it's not bad. That, that wasn't a bad tune this morning, do you think? No, you want to hear it again? I got it for you if you're ready. Well, just a couple of bars. All right, hang on a second. Let me push the button here. <laughs> we'll hit it again. <laughs> there you go. Got it. It's Peppy. Yeah. Peppy got yeah, a good baby. beat. I'll give it a, I'll give it a nine. It's not, it's not, you know, uh, a hit, but uh, <laughs> it's a hit on Dr. Bill's show. That's right. <laughs> exactly. It's a new theme song. <laughs> so I see where the president has or is considering ordering uh, or making an order or an executive order or whatever he does that businesses can require employees to be vaccinated. And that's going to be a real legal morass. Uh, but... Apparently, you can say you can't come to work if you're not vaccinated, but you got to be careful if you try to fire them. So I think we're going to have a lot of people just go home and say, hey, I'm going to continue to collect my unemployment. Um, I hope that the governors start cutting off that. I think that DeSantis has decided to cut off Florida's. Uh, uh, the extra $300 extent. or what it was. It is, it's coming to an end everywhere. It really is. It's, it's going to come to an end, and it, and it should. It yeah. should. I mean, we've got to get back to normal. You know, it's like the hospital saying everybody has to wear a mask. 
Well, if you're vaccinated, why on earth do you have to wear a mask in the hospital? Look, if you're not vaccinated, then make the employees who aren't vaccinated wear a mask. Make all visitors and patients wear a mask. But those of us who are vaccinated, I don't get it. You yeah. Know, why are we Why are we being punished? The whole purpose of vaccination was so that we wouldn't have to run around wearing masks. Well, I'm not. I'm seeing fewer and fewer masks all the time now at stores. So. People yeah, are just ignoring whatever the rule might be at the time, I think. I, I think there's a revolt uh, happening or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and it's just a natural evolution. We were at a restaurant at uh, the Mission Inn in Howie in the Hills. Have you ever been to Howie in the Hills, Florida? Have not, but it sounds beautiful. It is beautiful. Howie was uh, a 1910 gangster-connected guy who moved down to Florida and built this hotel because at that time Florida was considering legalizing gambling. Then they backed off. So then Howie decided, well, I'm here and I've got, you know, these thousands of acres. So he built a golf course along with the hotel. And uh, that golf course was built in like 1915 or 16. Uh, A family took over the, the property in the 1960s and they built the Mission Inn Hotel, which is a really neat Spanish-Mexican-style hotel that is uh, just just really pleasant, really nice. A little updating could, could be done, but uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty darn good. Gorgeous view. Ambiance is wonderful. The restaurants are, are tremendous. Uh, they've got two golf courses. One is a PGA course, and they were having qualifying, the ladies' PGA qualifying for the, you know, sort of like the, uh, the farm team. The women come and they play, and whoever wins the tournament or whatever number in the top tier, then they can move up into the actual ladies' PGA. So it's a pro golf course, and they play college tournaments and all kinds of things there. And what's the name of this place again? Howie in the Hills is the town. All right. H-O-W-I-E in the Hills, H-I-L-L-S. For those of you who are visiting Florida or live in Florida, Great little vacation spot, and uh, not too bad either. I think we paid about two fifty, three hundred for a suite a night. That's not bad. Is, yeah. Which is not bad, and uh, with all the amenities, and they got a little golf cart. They'll run you all over the place. They've got a marina. You can rent boats. There's a beautiful lake. That's in Lake County, and Ken, you would not believe the number and size of lakes in Lake County. It is tremendous. It's really uh, it's just a gorgeous drop-dead area. You wouldn't know you were in Florida. It's appropriately the- named, apparently, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, of course, it's close to Mount Dora, which is the cute little uh, uh, touristy town on Lake Dora, which is about 20 minutes away from Howie in the Hills. And it's a beautiful drive over. And it's just a lot of fun. And uh, Mount Dora has the, I think it's called the Lakeside Inn, and we had lunch there two days in a row. Beautiful waterfront view, and the uh, the little town has shops and uh, ambiance and kitschy stuff, and uh, just really nicely done. It's a really clean, neat little town. So Mount Dora, which is about, I don't know what, 20, 30 minutes from uh, Orlando, and then Howie in the Hills, which is another 20 minutes west of Mount Dora. So that's a great vacation spot if you're looking for somewhere to escape to in florida uh, and there's not huge crowd so it's it's very pleasant it's not like going to the theme parks or to sea world or 
Clearwater Beach on a holiday weekend, which is just packed. But it's not too far away if you want to. So, it's it was two hours and 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 change from our house to Howie in the Hills. So to our Mission Inn uh, hotel and and resort, and it's just a gorgeous setting. So I, I think that's something to consider. And of course, I always love pumping my home state and all of the amenities that we have, all of the resorts and all of the beauty, beautiful. You would think that we wouldn't have hills. Dude, we got hills. We got hills there. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was wonderful in lakes, huge lakes. I just go- I just Googled I just Googled Lake County, Florida, because I wasn't sure where it was. And you're right, the whole thing is a lake. The whole county is like nothing but lakes. Lakes everywhere. Yeah. Natural, natural lakes, not man-made. So there's bass fishing, and uh, you can drown your girlfriend there. And <laughs> I mean, only if you really want to. Come on. You I don't doing, recommend that. Doing so well there, Doc. That. No, no that's, that's not the right thing to do. That's You don't want to do that. No, you don't want but to just, do that. Just go fishing and take a boat out. You can get a pontoon, and you can have some fun. <laughs> Stay at one of the hotels, and there's a ton of... Uh, bed and breakfasts in the area, so there's a lot to do. And you're just uh, 20, 30 minutes away from Orlando and Disney World and, uh, you know, Universal Studios and all that. Which well, I, I've, never, I've never heard of it before, but um, my wife loves that kind of thing, so maybe we'll give that a shot. That's a nice yeah, little, give that a shot. Nice little staycation uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's a great thing. So, so the legalities of this, uh, at any rate, the whole reason I brought that up is that I was talking with one of the waitresses. She had her mask on. I said, if you're vaccinated, take it off. And she said, well, there's some of the customers who are still a little finicky, but we're going to meet next week and we're going to take a vote. So the whole staff is going to vote. And if they vote uh, to take off their mask, they're all taking off their mask. So there you go. If you've been vaccinated, that was the reward. You got to lose the mask. That's the way we yeah. all understood it. Yeah, and I see where some of the professional sporting games are now saying you can't come in unless you're vaccinated and they're giving discounts. Uh, I saw one event where it was like $2,500 for a ticket, Ken. But if you're that. vaccinated, it was $7.50. <laughs> I saw that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> you still there, Doc? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Disappeared on me for a second. What happened? I have no idea. You probably hit the wrong button. No, no, no. I didn't. I wasn't touching anything. I think you got some water, some pool water in the system. <laughs> oh, it's some pool water. Okay, you want me to bring the microphone a little bit closer? No, you're fine. You're fine now. I can hear you. Okay. We got you. We got you back. I'm okay. All right, you got me back. So, yeah, you, you, you cut off for a thing. I, was, I think it was a Skype thing. Oh, it was a Skype thing? Yeah, I heard a little beep yeah. or something, so I think uh, they, we lost it for just a second. Skype, but you're back no. now. Well, somebody might have hit me up on Facebook, and, you know, when that happens, it, it can give you a bleep. Yeah, that's probably what it was. So, at any rate, uh, I think the masks are going to be coming off sooner rather than later. Uh, let's hope that the hospitals uh, inject some common sense into this and let us take our mask off inside of the facilities. If we're vaccinated, if we're not, then just like the flu, you have to wear a mask. If you won't take the flu vaccine, you wear a mask. And you always have those people who think the flu vaccine is evil and it's going to kill you and it's made out of aborted baby fetuses and all this craziness. And uh, I had one patient in this week. He's a Canadian, originally from Poland, 
He thinks the whole thing is just a big government plot and a big, uh, it's a big government business plot to make money off of the vaccines that the whole virus was created for that. Now, that to me is a little crazy, but. You know, you can, you can come up with any wacky scenario you want in this world, put it on the Internet, and it becomes fact about three weeks later. So, That's true. That's unfortunate. But, but now, uh, again, President Trump is being vindicated since the Congress is investigating uh, the origins of the virus and demanding accountability. Even the Democrats are on board with that in the Senate. Did you see that? Yeah, Fauci even... Um, Stepping back here a little bit. As he should. He should step all the way back and fall <laughs> off that proverbial cliff. <laughs> step right in retirement, Mr. Dr. Fauci. Step right into retirement and get the, <laughs> get the puck out of Dodge, dude. <laughs> so I've been calling for his removal for, what, a year and three months now? Well, it's months? almost since this started, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he is just so out of touch, overboard, uh, politically manipulative and full of it. And, you know, the origins of this, it's pretty clear it came from the Wuhan lab, which is what I concluded back in March of last year, and have been saying that ever since. And not as a conspiracy theory, but just all you have to do is follow the genetic uh, fingerprint, thumbprint of, of this virus, and then you can trace it right back to the Wuhan lab. It's, it's just not that hard. But the question is, was it manipulated? Was it uh, made more virulent? Were they doing experiments and created something that uh, they didn't have a vaccine for and then it got out of the lab? Probably it was an accidental uh, release of something that they were uh, working on or had manipulated. Now, these things are called chimeras, which is from the Greek, and a chimera is a composition of two different animals, uh, like a a lion head on an eagle body or an eagle head on a lion body. And uh, we, we see a lot of that horses with wings. Uh, that's the Pegasus. And so we use that term in medicine and in biology for an organism that is a mixture of two different organisms. And you say, well, can we do that? Well, yeah, we can do that. We did that with one of the vaccines, the, the uh, AstraZeneca and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It's a chimera. It's a chimeric adenovirus, and it's made from an adenovirus that is weakened, and so it won't infect humans. They, they used uh, monkeys to, to weaken the virus and make it a little bit different so it doesn't bother us. And then they spliced in the gene, uh, the genetic material, the RNA sequence for the uh, spike protein. And so you've got an adenovirus, which is a weakened cold virus, and it's got a a spike on it that is the coronavirus spike, the COVID virus spike, and so you make antibodies of that. So yes, we can create chimeric viruses and bacteria. We've been doing it for a few decades. We've been making genetically engineered insulin by manipulating E. coli, by splicing in the human gene for insulin, and so then these E. coli will make insulin. Pretty cool, huh? And so then you have human insulin. Before we had that, we used cow and pig insulin. And you oftentimes would develop antibodies because it's just a little bit different. Just a little bit different. Did you hear that? You're a little close to the roadway there, Doc. <laughs> we are, but 
That's some of the excitement. Okay. They're coming for me, Ken. They're coming for me, baby. <laughs> so what were, they, what, were the, what were the Chinese doing with this, though? Do you think they were trying to develop something that they could release on the world if they needed it? I mean, what were they doing? Well, that's that's the real question. Uh, probably, knowing, knowing my researcher friends, they were probably just doing research and not, you know, not really thinking of, of weaponizing it. Of course, the Chinese military may have had a hand in it and said, look, anything you come up with, we want. Now, whether the researchers would release that then to them or not is another question, because we have researchers in the United States who come up with things that are uh, uh, militarily uh, desirable, but don't release it to the government because they have moral reservations. And you remember Oppenheimer even raised uh, moral questions after the atomic bomb was developed back in the 1940s, after we dropped two bombs on Hiroshima and, and Nagasaki. It was even before, we, even before we dropped the bombs. They had a letter going around. Many, many scientists signed it and sent it off to Roosevelt. and or no, Truman, I'm sorry, Truman at the time. And uh, Truman, Truman, was, Truman dropped the bomb. He was the man in power. And uh, there were... There were moral and ethical questions that were raised by some of the scientists, but Oppenheimer originally was not part of that. He said, you know, we developed it, and it's a weapon, and we need to use it. But then after he saw the destruction, it, it wreaked on the two cities in Japan. Then he really got involved, yeah. yeah. Then he had a moral change yeah. of heart. And, uh, but had, and Truman, you know, had Truman not dropped that, he would have been impeached. I mean, we spent billions of dollars on that project. He would have been hung. He, he might have been hung. You're right. He might, might have been, been hung. Because, you know, it saved but, a lot. You know, he saved, you know it, it saved it. Saved hundreds of thousands of American lives. lives, too. I mean, it just. Yeah, I mean, you know, we estimated uh, one to two million Japanese would die, as well as hundreds of thousands of Americans if we had to invade mainland Japan. Yeah, overall, it, probably the death toll might have been lower overall with the, with the bomb. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, absolutely it was. I mean, you think of the, you think of an island like Iwo Jima, that had uh, 20, 30, 40,000 Japanese troops on it. Every single Japanese soldier, well, maybe a few got away, but all, almost all of those, I'd say 99% of the soldiers, the Japanese soldiers, were killed. Yeah. And those were that killed. weren't killed, many just killed themselves at the very end. They killed themselves. One way or another, they died. Yeah. So we, we did save a lot of lives with that, and sometimes surgery is the only answer. And uh, that was big surgery. It was big surgery. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know, you cut out two cities, and uh, but but it, I think that we did a great thing in, in saving Japan from uh, absolute utter destruction. I mean, Germany after World War II, just with conventional bombs, we pretty much wiped that <laughs> wiped them off the map. Oh, we were we killed a hundred thousand people in Tokyo with conventional bombs. I mean, we killed in the Dresden firebombing. 60 to 80,000 yeah. people died. I mean, the numbers they were talking about back then are stunning to us now, but a regular occurrence back then during the war. Well, yeah, well, yeah of course. And uh, that, that's, that's war. I mean, you know, that's why we want to avoid war if we value human life. And that's why we have to be uh, very uh, judicious in our use of our military weapons. And, and I think that uh, the more civilized nations like the United States and Israel and other countries have been judicious. I mean, even the British, when they went to war with Argentina back in the 1980s over the Falkland Islands, 
uh, they didn't really wreak any havoc on, on the on the mainland of Argentina. They pretty much held it to a military target, military assets. So uh, I think that it, it takes some reserve. And people say, well, war is horrible. Yeah, it is, but sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you got to take care of yourself. And you know, self-defense is is uh, an innate right. It's I don't know if God gave it or Mother Nature or who, but I have the right to defend myself and I have the right to survive. Yeah, well, it's tough to defend yourself from germ warfare. This is that's the kind of thing that always bothers me because they just release it and where it goes, it goes. Well, that's the thing, and the, but the, the thing about this virus is that, that uh, makes me think this is mu- not much of a weapon. Is that the, the mortality rate is extremely low, and it doesn't affect soldiers. It doesn't affect young people for the most part. It, it affects the sick and the elderly. I mean, you could use it as a as a you know a euthanasia thing, mm. uh, but uh, I don't think it would be very good as a as a military uh, weapon, a biological weapon. I may be wrong, Ken. But well, one thing it did do is it it, it, it it spurred away for us to make a vaccine so fast. It's like lightning speed compared to what it was before. And that that, that it bodes well for the future, don't you think? Absolutely. And, and you know, out of adversity, uh, that's the beauty of, of uh, the higher primates like humans and, and other higher primates like, uh, like the Democrats, um, <laughs> that the, they are adaptable. And... Uh, think that adaptability is extremely important and that we use our big four brains, our big cerebrum, and we develop things that will solve the problems of the day. And we can do that again. By the way, did you see where that uh, oil refinery, I think it was in West, was it West Virginia or Virginia, uh, blew up, set on fire? Did you see that this morning? I have, I have not seen that yet. This happened uh, in the last 24 hours? Yep, last 24 hours. And, of course, the... Uh, uh, the official line is we're investigating this, which means it could be, it could have been done on purpose. <laughs> but it does mean that gas prices will be going up for sure. That gas prices are going to jump. So we're at the highest price we've been in nine or ten years for gas prices. It cost me a hundred dollars to fill up my my uh, Ford Expedition. A hundred hundred bucks cost me fifty the other day to fill up my little uh, my little uh, um, Hyundai. So. Yeah, it's getting expensive again. Oh, the Democratic policies aren't they wonderful? <laughs> don't you don't you wish we had more? Yeah, we don't I, need I, a new we don't need an oil pipeline. We don't need any of that stuff. No, and we don't need food. So ah. the price of food's going up. And uh, do we need housing? Yeah. You got cardboard? Yeah. You got some cardboard? You're okay. <laughs> yeah. We're in Florida. That's right. Just, just slap some tar on top of it. You'll be all right. <laughs> The nice thing about that is when the hurricanes come, you don't have a whole lot to lose. Exactly. And it's easy to rebuild. And everybody be throwing boxes away because they're rebuilding, so you'll have a home again soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're terrible, aren't we? We are. Where, where are we going? I mean, I heard one woman say this morning uh, she was talking about, because uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, by the way, folks. It, Memorial Day weekend, for those of you who don't know, is to celebrate those who those military uh, soldiers and sailors and, and Marines and uh, uh, merchant Marines and uh, Coast Guard who gave their lives in the line of duty. So this is to celebrate those who died in defense of our democracy, our republic, our freedom, our way of life. And so she was talking, they were interviewing uh, parents of 
kids who had died who fallen, who were soldiers in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, and had died in the 10th anniversary of their death, Memorial Day. And she said, since this whole uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, woke and the Democrats, the left wing and all that have come into power and are exerting and flexing their muscles, uh, she feels like she's getting punched in the stomach every day. Mm. Uh, so it, it, it if you don't think it's painful for people to hear these things and see these things and deal with these things that are going on in our society, you better think again because it is painful and it does hurt. And uh, what can you say? I mean, it's just a, a, a tough situation. For but today we have today things we can't forget. This is to remember Pearl Harbor and the Alamo and everybody else. From here, though, back into the well, since the founding of the republic, for all who gave their lives. Yep. I'm not sure I could have done it, but I can, I'm not sure. You know, I, I I went. Well, you've been there too. You've been to Omaha Beach. No, I have not been there yet. Oh, I thought you went to Omaha. Were you on Utah? I thought you were out there. No, we were in Western France. We, oh. we didn't do the East Coast yet. Okay. Well, I, I'm trying to get the wife to go back to the East Coast, but you got to go there. Just, yeah. She, she's got her heart set on Japan. We're going to Japan first. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, if I say anything else, she says, oh, we can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't, you know, I, the food is, it doesn't agree with me. And, oh, you know, but, and so I have to take care of my baby. Well, you should, and, if you can, get to Omaha Beach, because when you stand on that beach and you look up at those bunkers, many of which are still there, and you just imagine yourself trying to, run to a place of safety in that withering, withering machine gun fire coming at you from all directions. I don't know if I could have done it. I really don't. But I guess you really, at that point, you don't have any choice. I think the saddest part is that, uh, is that the Democrats, the socio-Democrats, the socio-fascists, they're morphing into fascist Nazis. Uh, and that, that is extremely worrisome. You know, they're condemning Israel. They're becoming increasingly anti-Semitic, and I just don't know. I mean, it, it just, it's not it, America, Doc. It's it, well, it it really uh, it, it, it kind of hurts me personally, having Jewish blood and all, and, and having all the Jewish friends and relatives that I have. I mean, this isn't right. This is not right. You know what, Doc? You know what would make you feel better? A break. A, a, a nice big cannonball in the pool. Let's do it. I'll be right back. I'm (laughs) Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Police in South Florida say two people have died and 20 to 25 have been injured in a shooting outside of Banquet Hall. News outlets report the gunfire erupted early this morning at the El Mula Banquet Hall in northwest Miami-Dade County near Hialeah. The hall had been rented out for a concert. The police official says three people got out of an SUV and opened fire on the crowd inside. Egypt and Israel holding high-level talks in both countries this weekend to shore up the fragile truce between Israel and the Hamas terrorist group. It also rebuilt Gaza after a punishing 11-day war there. And a police spokesman says a mortar shell struck a wedding ceremony in northern Afghanistan today, killing at least seven people, mostly children. 
and wounding four others, Taliban insurgents are being blamed. This is SRN News. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com HR. That's bamboohr.com HR. Seize your window of opportunity and join our growing team. Dominic's Blinds and Decor is in need of new sales consultants and installers. Experience is preferred, but we are willing to train the right candidate. If this is what you're looking for, contact Dominic's Blinds and Decor today. Apply online under careers at www.dominicsblinds.com or call 941-922-2345. AM860, The Answer. Online at theanswertampa.com. Odyssey. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Intervals of clouds and sunshine for today with a thunderstorm in the afternoon and a high of 87. Tonight, a thunderstorm in spots in the evening. 
Otherwise, some clouds with a low 72. Periods of sunshine and clouds on Monday with a thunderstorm and a high 90. Plan with confidence this spring. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gregory Patrick for AM860, The Answer. And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill. Uh, we've had to change the format a little bit, and we're not playing uh, number one hits on the show because of copyright infringements, and I don't want to get kicked off the air by Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and everybody else. So uh, we're going to be playing some music from uh, uh, a royalty-free site that I'm using. Uh, but it's not bad music. I think it'll work. Like I said, it's got, we'll a, good, it's got a good beat, Doc. I'll give it a nine. It's got a good kick to it. That's and right. I'm, and I'm doing the show poolside today, so uh, if you're wondering what all the noise is, it's the fountain at the, uh, at the retention pond and the pool pump, and then you'll hear some trucks and sirens in the background because we're just about... Mm, 50 yards away from the street. Even though we've got townhouses and bushes, it's still pretty noisy. But that's okay. It's kind of fun. It gives a little ambiance to it, don't you think? It's good to be in the middle of an urban area. It is. It makes you feel like you're part of the folks. Exactly. You're, you're, you're a part of things. You're, it's a happening place. You're in. So uh, the, uh, the study now that Newsmax is, is uh, hyping is these two guys in Europe... British professor Angus Dalglish and Norwegian scientist Dr. Berger Sorensen, they say they have conclusive proof that this was a manufactured, uh, this was a uh, manipulated virus, the COVID virus, and this is going to come out in one of their journals here soon. So we'll, we'll wait for that to come out and take a look at it and see if there's anything to it. Oh, yeah. this, hasn't been, this hasn't been published yet? I think that it's about to be published. Yeah. I think. It okay. looks like uh, one of the British newspapers picked up on it, and then uh, oh. Newsmax uh, has jumped on this. It's going to be out, and let's see which paper it is. It was UK's Daily Mail, Daily Mail that picked up the story, and it looks like it's going to be in the Quarterly Review of Biophysics Discovery. All right. Whatever that is. I don't know that journal, but if, if you're interested, you can look that up. Quarterly reviews of biophysics discovery. And well, if it's true, it, if it's true, it'll be worldwide news. I mean, it'll be worldwide. Yeah. But now, whether the politicians will allow this to come out at this point, I don't know. Looks like the Daily Mail is picking it up. So if the UK papers are picking up, picking it up, it may it may be too late for the politician to squelch it. Exactly. Once the genie's out of the bottle, you know. Yeah, once, you know, once one of the liberal newspapers picks it up, well, it's all over. Yeah, so. You've been busted. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Now, I saw an interesting thing in, in one of the science magazines uh, this week that a group at in University of North Carolina, uh, in conjunction with the Defense Department, has developed or is developing a ceramic coating for stealth airplanes that is more effective than the stealth coating that we have now. Who's developing, who, who's developing this? University of North Carolina. All right. Some scientists there and uh, the, the uh, Defense Department are working together on this. And apparently, I mean, it, obviously it's not just ceramic. You, know, you can't just go and pop a, a mug in the kiln and come out with some ceramic coating that you then slip over the wings. 
this is pretty high-tech stuff, and it uh, has radioabsorbent material in it. And the nice thing about this pen is that it can withstand temperatures up to 2,200 degrees. Whoa. As you know, because that's what it takes to fire, uh, maybe even higher, to fire uh, uh, ceramic pottery. You have to stick it in a kiln at a really high temperature to, to get it to fuse together. So this stuff is uh, really high-tech. It's going to allow the stealth fighters to be even less visible. And the, uh, the uh, flying wing, or what, B-1, is perhaps the premier airplane in the world right now. You can't see the thing. Well, I, I certainly hope the computer systems at North Carolina are, are uh, secure. You know what I mean? Because everybody from the Chinese to the Russian, if we know about it, if we know it's in development, the Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, and North Koreans, everybody's trying to get into their computer system right now, probably. Well, I think that the, the uh, Colonial Pipeline runs real close to UNC, so they may have just jumped right over into <laughs> So we, we better move the pipeline around the campus a little bit further. And, uh, but at any rate, this is pretty cool technology, so this will allow... The, uh, our stealth fighters to be not only less visible, more uh, radio uh, opaque or radio lucent or whatever. You can't see them. Radar invisible. Yeah, the cross section goes down to like that of a bird, you know. So. Or a pea. Yeah. And so that is tremendous. And But, you know, if you see a bird at uh, 50,000 feet, you might <laughs> I don't think that's a bird. It could be a clue that might be an airplane. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, ducks can fly high, high and fast, but I don't think they can get up to 50,000 feet. Yeah, you got a point there, Doc. And so, at any rate, so if you have something that's radio invisible, radar invisible, and not only that, Ken, these things can will make the planes be able to withstand much higher heat. So they'll be able to fly at much faster speeds, so you'll be able to get up to three or 4,000 miles an hour with these things. You can't shoot that down, even, uh, if, even if you could find it. Yeah, you, you, need, a, you need a laser gun yeah. or something similar, but you, you wouldn't have a... Because I don't think the conventional uh, anti-missile uh, or anti-airplane missiles can fly that fast. I don't think they can go 3,500 or 4,000 miles an hour. Just so below that, it. probably, yeah. They're pretty close to that, but they, they, won't, they, they won't break that 4,000-mile-an-hour barrier, I don't think. I mean, with a little afterburner, you could probably get rid of it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But you still got to yeah. find the airplane. you got to find it, and then you got to shoot it down. But, you know, remember in the Serbian uh, war, one of our F-117s was shot down, and they did it by uh, triangulating off of uh, cell phone towers. <laughs> I don't know if one of the guys in the plane had a cell phone on or what, but, <laughs> but they, uh, they, they, I think what they did is they picked up little, little dips in the cell phone uh, tower uh, transmissions, and they figured out, well, that must be one of the F-117s flying through that cell phone tower area, and so then they said, well, if you can get it off of one, why don't we get it off of three, then we can triangulate, we can follow the thing and shoot it down. Sure enough, they did. Yeah. And we changed our technology then. Uh, I guess we jammed the cell phones. I imagine the Russians had that 117 within days. Yeah, I'm sure because yeah. the Serbs needed money and they needed uh, they needed arms, so they I sold the parts. Reverse technology kind of thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the Russians are good at that. They, 
they took all of our planes and just reproduced them. And as one of my Russian friends says, well, it's a lot easier and cheaper than coming out of the road. That's true. Yeah. He said, who's, who's smarter now? <laughs> we just steal it. <laughs> so I guess theft is, uh, in, in warfare is okay. Stealing but, secrets in warfare? Certainly. Absolutely. And the, the most fleeting secrets of all are military. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so we're not at got, war, so nobody should be stealing anything now. No. And yeah. Now it's just called uh, what's espionage. Now it's called espionage. Now it's just espionage. Yeah. But this is the kind of technology that hopefully will keep us uh, in the fore and number one and keep us safe. And, and there's uh, articles in the Asian Times discussing whether or not Taiwan and the United States could repel the Chinese invasion of Taiwan. And they speculate, some of these military uh, analysts, that indeed we could. And, you know, the U.S. Marines are uh, basing now in, in Taiwan and uh, helping set up defenses there. And we're helping beef up the Taiwanese Navy and Air Force. And, you know, the Taiwanese Air Force, they fly out and intercept the mainland Chinese jets that incurring on their airspace. Just about even every day that they, happens, yeah. Yeah, and even the even little Philippine airplanes went after some Chinese fighter jets that flew over their way. And then, as we talked about a few weeks ago, Palau, the little postage stamp uh, island country in, in the South Pacific, they're cutting their ties with China and uh, beefing up ties with, with us. And they're inviting our our soldiers and sailors to come over there and hang out. Why not? Yeah, even the Philippines are leaning back into uh, the U.S. Uh, gravitational field again after messing with China for just a little while. They they were kind of they were kind of cozy enough to China there, but Duarte has pulled back recently. So, and he, I think he got reelected too, didn't he? He's in his yeah. He's now he's in his last term by by statute. He's in his final term, unless he changes the law, which is you know those guys tend to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, just, it's like the Democrats. The laws are for Republicans. They're not That's for exactly. Democrats. They're for the rest of us. My accountant, she is so funny. She says, Bill, you would not believe that the Republicans, they, I tell them to pay this, pay that. They do it. The Democrats, they lie, they cheat. They won't pay the taxes. They, they make up stuff. They try to get, you know, they, well, I put 50,000 miles on my car for business. And she's all, yeah, but you're only five minutes from your office. <laughs> you don't go anywhere else. How do you? She says, I can't give you that. I can't do that. <laughs> That's a tough one, Doc. <laughs> yeah, I'll get in trouble. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, she will. She will. I mean, she's got a license to defend. She's a CPA. So this is the uh, same with my sisters. You know, the laws are for me, not for them. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, we abide as best we can. And I'm not perfect. I break a lie every now and then. I ran over a small child yesterday on the way home and didn't stop. <laughs> really? <laughs> apparently, the uh, the family didn't want him anyway. Oh, well, you, him out lucky, fire, so. lucky for you. <laughs> lucky for me. No, no one called eh, Don't worry out. about it. We're not going to press any charges. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, was one of my neighbors, you know, they're downsizing and moving out, and they're saying, oh, my God, we had so much stuff, and we had an estate sale, and this and that, and I said, Oh, we just gave everything away. We even lost a couple of children. <laughs> they came in and just took off with them. And uh, 
But that wasn't such a bad thing. You know, it was a, it was a feeding it was a feeding frenzy. Who we didn't notice. It was a feeding frenzy and, and less college tuition to pay. And, yeah, that's right. And so we got the boy out, and he's he's finally going to go get a job. We hope. And uh, he's in marketing, as I said before. So we congratulate him. So he called me a couple of days ago. He's at his girlfriend's up in uh, Jacksonville, and one of the roommates in the house there came down with a upper respiratory tract infection, and he had some antibiotics. Dad, can I give him some of my antibiotics? You know, I said, well, I really shouldn't have a telemedicine visit, but, oh, he can't afford that, Dad. I said, well, then, if it were me, if I were you, I would use this antibiotic, and, and then he got sick, and so then he took that antibiotic. <laughs> And then he got sick off the antibiotic because it upset his stomach. So now he's all upset. And, uh, at any rate. So <laughs> well, at least he's out of the house, right? He's... He called his mama and, and, and she sent in a prescription for a Z-Pack. Everybody knows what a Z-Pack is. Yep. So the conspiracy theory that this is all, that this virus is all created to make money. And... Still with me, Doc? Uh, hey, Doc. <laughs> Doc, are you back, buddy? Hello? There, now you are. There you are. Something cut you out again. No Same thing. I don't know what happened. I don't know either, but we're still connected here, and let's just keep on going. Well, I'll have to research this, and... Uh... I think it's I the think water. That, no, I think it's it's YouTube. Somebody is keeps stepping on me. Oh, could be. I don't know, but you're fine now. So we got about eight minutes left here. All right. So uh, I wanted to reiterate the the uh, beautiful Lake County in Florida for those of you who are looking for somewhere to go. Uh, if you're from out of state. You can fly into Orlando, and it's just a 20, 30, 40-minute drive to get to different parts of Lake County. So I like pushing the state. I think it's important. And uh, you're in an area of highly vaccinated people. The uh, Advent Healthcare System is, is near there in Tavares, which is one of the cities in Lake County. And we've also got the, uh, the uh, Lakeside Inn in Mount Dora, which is gorgeous. And just a lovely setting at Holiday, uh, not Holiday, the Mission uh, Mission Inn Resort and Hotel with two world-class golf courses, tennis courts, pros, uh, golf shop, uh, pro shop, uh, four restaurants right on property, and you've got a lot of activities in the area. If you like hiking, biking, hunting, fishing, there's lakes, there's, uh, there's pontoon boats to rent, and bass fishing and all that so it's a great place to go to ken and, and it's off the, to... it's off the beaten path it's not you know if you, if you want crowds well you know where to go or disney world and universal studios and all that but this sounds like a much more peaceful area oh just really gorgeous and it was it was wonderful and and i walked out to the lanai outside of our on the back of our uh, our suite and it's all enclosed and screened and about 15 20 feet away there's a professional female golfers teeing off for their tournament. They're qualifying for to move from the second tier up to the main tier of the ladies PGA. So I guess they have to 
kind of like professional baseball, they have to be in a farm team for a while, and then they move up once they prove themselves capable. Uh, Golfing's triple so. A, I guess, eh? Golfing's triple A. Yeah. We, met, uh, we met a female golfer from China, and her, uh, I guess her caddy boyfriend or whatever, and he was from Shanghai, and he loved Shanghai. He's, you got to go to Shanghai. Okay, we're going to Shanghai. The wife wants to go to Shanghai. So we're going to go to Shanghai and then hit Japan. Before we see Omaha Beach. I'm sorry, Ken. So we were, <laughs> we, were talking right. with, we were talking with, uh, with them, and she is a professional golfer from China, and she's in the LPGA. So she is a member of the LPGA, and she was trying to qualify for the, uh, the, the top level to get into the big tournaments, you know, to get into the, the ladies' uh, masters and the ladies' uh, PGA tournament and all that. And so it was fascinating to talk with them. Now, they have both gotten their vaccines. They've been vaccinated. They got their first dose. And I said, well, you know, you'll need a second dose with the Cinevax. And he said, yeah, we know that. But it looks like you're going to need a third dose of the Pfizer from what we're hearing in our press over in China. And I said, that may be if, if there is enough of a mutation of the spike protein. So we'll have to wait and see about that, Ken. But uh, it was fascinating to talk to them. Very gracious and uh, just nice people. No word about the fecting. They didn't. They had no. Uh, they didn't give you any sense that they would rather live here. No, no, they didn't. Because why should they? They can travel here all they want. <laughs> they can go back home and, yeah. and live like kings and queens. If she makes it big in ladies at PGA. I mean, she'll be making a few million dollars a year, which goes a long way in China. Plus, she'll have Chinese. I imagine she would have Chinese sponsors as well at that point. And American sponsors, yeah, too. Sure. So so, she'd, be doing okay. you know, she'd be a local star. She'd be a Chinese hero. So she would be. Yeah, I mean, all this anti-Asian uh, rhetoric that's going around is actually pretty good advertisement and helps the Asian-American community and Asians who are coming in. Uh, to get more sympathy, get more sponsorship, get more benefits, get more of everything else. In fact, my wife is dem- demanding more shopping time uh, in response to the anti-Asian sentiment that is floating around. <laughs> more shopping time, huh? Well, I'd give it to her, Doc, because, you know, happy wife, happy she, life. She, I, listen, she she's got me over there to this area, and so we're close to Orlando, and she wanted to hit some thrift stores over there and go eat uh, she had all this planned well ahead of time. I didn't realize it. You know, we're just not as smart as they are. They're just way too cagey. No, we're they got us figured out. Yeah, you, you just put a leash on my neck and show me where you want to go. Just yeah, and basically that's what I did. So yeah. we ended up we, we we found a nice Korean restaurant to have lunch at uh, day before yesterday or yesterday. I don't remember. And at any rate, so. She's trying to tell me how to eat with chopsticks, which I know how to do, and how to eat my bibimbap, which is a rice and, and egg and tofu and vegetable dish that is pretty popular with the Koreans for lunch. And so I was having that. I said, I know how to do this. And the waitress looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, she thinks I'm her baby. And the waitress, in her broken English, said, you are her baby. <laughs> <laughs> She's in control. You listen to her. <laughs> It's worldwide, dude. We're surrounded. It we works, Doc. Surrounded. It works. It's fine. It works. It, it all works. Yes, it's right. all good. She's we love them. We love them, so we love we'll them. let them have their way. That's right. 
and she got herself an Ann Taylor $300 jacket for $7 at Goodwill. Whoa, that's and not so bad at all. She is so excited. She thinks she's gone to hog heaven. <laughs> and it saved me uh, $293, so I was pretty happy, too. I got to get to a thrift shop. I didn't know those deals were there. Oh, yeah, you got to look, but uh, you can get some great deals. I got, I got a brand-new uh, cotton uh, sport jacket for $6.00. That probably sold for sixty or seventy, and uh, I've gotten all kinds of things at thrift stores: uh, Salvation Army, Shop Goodwill, Goodwill.com. ShopGoodwill.com is an online, and then there's that's part of the Goodwill. Then of course the Goodwills, the bigger Goodwills. You got to sort through things, but you can find some nice things. My kids like to uh, shop there. I guess that's the uh, the rage right now. Yeah, kind of a retro thing. So they go there and they shop. Retro thing. Maybe. Yeah, it's a retro. Thing. I've got a mattress jacket, and she hates it. She thinks I look like a comedian. I love it. I'm, I wear it. I'm a, I act like I'm going to go out of the house. I put it on just to get her going. Wear it all the time. That's right, Doc. <laughs> wear it around the house. Oh, this is a house coat. <laughs> all right, man, it must be time to get out of here. Well, we got two and a half minutes left, so if you want to start talking about whatever. Just to get the, um... Two and a half minutes. Um, I wanted to tell everybody about our community here. We've got a great little community. Uh, we've got 62 units and 10 buildings of townhomes. We've got four retention ponds, little, little lakes or ponds, whatever you want to call them. Uh, some are naturally fed and some are fed by the street water from, from the county, which dumps into a couple of our retention ponds, which is okay, you know, that has to go somewhere. We're not supposed to let street water sewer street sewer you know rainwater runoff into the into the general landscape it's supposed to sit and uh, let the uh, evil things settle to the bottom and then the pure water comes out and it goes through the grass and all that so so we have to get all new aerators and fountains for our ponds uh, dredge one of them uh, and th these things have to be treated with with chemicals to keep the plant life down, otherwise they'll fill in and it just becomes a, a, a bog. And so it's, it's pretty complicated, but uh, I'm in charge of that. Should be fun, and we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you informed as to whether or not we get everything done the way we want. But it's much more complex than I thought, Ken. Much more complex. There's a lot to it. And uh, the, the rank, the finagling and wrangling between all of the board members of how we're going to go about all this is exciting. Well, I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD, and it looks like we're getting close to the end here. Hence, give me music. You try to get rid of me, so I'm going to go. Love you guys. I am Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. 
Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Can Care Clinic. 